guys, this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about personal development for INFJs and how to create an epic life on your terms. Today we're talking about INFJ empath masters. Are we actually geniuses because of this trait or are we delusional? Because let's look at the facts. There have been multiple situations for most INFJs where we know for sure, yes, I understand the other person. Yes, I know what their deepest desires are. There is some connection and I can feel it and I know it's true and there's nothing that could change my mind about it. But on the other hand, we have also experienced that in so many of these situations, things didn't turn out the way we thought they would. So what does this mean? Are we just illusional or are we geniuses and something else is missing? Today we're answering that question. Before we get started, I want to remind you if you want to take the next step in creating your INFJ Epic Life and you want my help with this, then work with me privately or join the INFJ Epic Life Bootcamp. We have a waiting list currently. We're going to have a payment plan this time and you find all the information below. Not all empaths are INFJs, we all know that. But being an empath is one of those traits that most INFJs identify with. So what does this mean? It means that we understand people on a deeper level than what they're actually saying. We pick up their emotional states, we pick up what they're experiencing, their fears, just an energy. So we experience much more than what they're saying or what they're physically doing. It's way more than that. And you will find a lot of knowledge on this topic and you'll see that this is not something that's made up. We can't experience other people's energy. It's not that we experience things only through our five senses. So that is already for sure. On the other hand, we as INFJs are so gifted in the FE aspect. FE as in an external emotional state. We can experience how other people feel, we can know what they want, and we react to that. We've been actually conditioning ourselves all our life to have an eye open for this. So these things actually are true. So often this works out. And I believe wholeheartedly that this is something that is of value, that is important, and that is not something that we think should be a delusion thing. But how can we explain on the other hand that so often these situations don't work out? The reason for this is actually a combination of introverted intuition and extroverted thinking. So extroverted thinking, a function we do not have, and introverted intuition, our most important function. So let's break this down. Introverted intuition puts a spin on this whole empath thing, meaning we not only experience what other people are feeling, we directly have an image of how the situation is going to turn out. Think about it. How often have you experienced that one of your friends is sad or there was a person that you thought, oh, I have such a deep connection with them. I feel their pain. There's always this next step in your mind of, okay, so if I do this, then we're going to have this kind of relationship. If I help them, if I show them the way out of this way of thinking, then we're going to be living in this new state of mind. This is something so many INFJs have experienced. I've talked to numerous INFJs about this and I've experienced this myself. So how does this whole thing work? We see something, we acknowledge something, there is some kind of connection and our mind picks up that information and creates a new pattern out of it. It creates a new system of how this can turn out. 
And we, as people who are mainly optimistic, look at it in the best case scenario, in the best case scenario for us and in the best case scenario for the other person. And we look at the situation and say, well, of course they should follow my lead because I know that this is the best thing that could happen to us. I'm not saying that there isn't another way that could be better than this or that could be just as good, but the way they live their life, the way they see the world right now and the way they stop themselves from changing in a positive direction, that's definitely not the way. And the idea that I have how things could turn out if you adapt to my way of thinking is definitely better than the status quo. So that is something to keep in mind. We always have an image in our mind of that's how it's going to be. So just because you pick up an emotion does not mean that you necessarily have to give it meaning, that you have to have a story around it. So for example, you could feel like, oh, there's a connection with that person or they have some kind of reaction towards me. You could have the story of, oh, they have this reaction towards me because in the end we are connected. We are people who are supposed to have a future together. I'm here to teach that person or they're there to inspire me, but we give it meaning. So what you perceive the empath ability is that you pick up, oh, there is a strong emotion there. Oh, there's anger there. Oh, there is gratitude or there's something missing. But what exactly that means? That is something that we actually make up. We create a story around it. And it's not just introverted intuition. Of course, it's also introverted thinking because introverted intuition creates a pattern and introverted thinking gives it meaning. It creates the story around it. And you'll see that the problem with all of this is that we never have all the information. We cannot. We create a pattern based on what we know, what we have experienced, and what our best guess is. And in so many cases, we are right about this. But the problem is if we connect it to this one scenario, this is how it's going to be. This is exactly what it means. We always do that with the knowledge we have so far. And one thing we consistently leave out of that equation is extroverted thinking. Extroverted thinking as in external logic, as in externally observable facts. So why is that so important? Is it that we can create a truth without it? Yes, we can. But the problem is the other person is probably not an INFJ. And if they're not an INFJ, then they have this TE inside of their system, right? It's not just INFJs. It's the same thing for ISFJs. And there are also other types who have not such strong capacity in it. But most types most definitely hold on to this way more than we do. So if we believe they just have to let go of what they perceive as reality, of what they perceive as externally observable truths, then everything would be okay. But people cannot do that. Most people are not able to let go of that. And that's actually a good thing because if we actually took TE into consideration, we would know the person won't be able to make all that jump. That person doesn't see that we have this future for us and this could be an amazing opportunity for both of us. They can see beyond this extroverted thinking aspect that is holding them 
hostage in the current situation. So what do we do? Do we actually say, okay, I just have to find people who don't believe in TE, who are willing to let go of it? Or is it that we have to actually adapt and say, I have to take TE into consideration. And the thing is this, the only thing we can control is ourselves. We cannot control that people choose to go their way. We cannot control that they choose a path that is not best for them. And that might even get them to a point where we get so frustrated with that situation that we realize, okay, I've given so much of myself to this and now I need to fight back. I need to show that person who I really am. I'm going to show them that I knew their shortcomings all that time and that that this in itself will hurt them so much. How can they not see this? How can they let this go this far when we know so well that's the wrong choice for them? Externally observable fact at that moment is people will make their decisions based on their truth, not on yours. And no matter what you do, you cannot convince them otherwise. You can live in your truth. All you can do is to say, I know what I see. I know what I experience. I see that emotion. And I make the conclusion that makes sense for me. And if you continuously have gone through the world and you see that people, no matter how much you've done for them, are not willing or able to make that shift with you, then it's on us to change our perspective. It's on us to say, yes, I am an empath. Yes, I can understand people deeply. I know that they're experiencing some kind of emotion. I can feel it. But that at the same time, in order for me not to be delusional, I'm going to take into consideration that people will not be making that choice probably that I think is best for them. They will do what they know best. And that's always going to be this way. You're actually way more likely for people to follow your lead, for people to understand you if you don't stop your track in order to convince them. Isn't that the thing that makes us feel delusional? That we continuously do the same thing over and over again. We try to make them understand. We try to explain to them that this path that we have created in our mind could be such an amazing future for us. Why are they not listening? Why are they not experiencing this? But since you have stopped your track, since you you are not following your path in that moment, but you stay still in order to pick them up with you. What you're showing to that person is that you don't believe in your truth. You don't have enough conviction to continue your path, although that other person doesn't understand you. Because if you were completely convinced of this is your path, this is what you know to be true, and that person has the choice, you're not there to control their path. You can pick up their emotion, you can have an interpretation of it and then you let go of it because you know you're only in control of your own thoughts and of your own decisions and whatever you perceive that person to be is always an interpretation of what you see in that person of how you see the world we will never be able no matter how much of an emotion you pick up to create a story in our mind of how that person actually feels all together. And the externally observable fact that it will make us move way more into being a genius than being delusional is to accept that fact and to take that into consideration. Because once you know your limits in this, you can actually tap in it way better. You know that going so far off the edge, giving up who you are, what you believe in, what is good for you, just to make that person understand, that is a 
recipe for disaster and that will always make you feel delusional. You know this quote of doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is called insanity. It's just difficult to face the fact that if we accept this, we will never be able to convince other people. And since we're not able to convince other people, we can actually only be in our truth. We can go our way and whoever wants to see this as an inspiration and change good for them, but it's still our path that we're going not theirs. And if you do this, it is scary because of two reasons. Number one, you have to focus on yourself, which is scary to begin with because all of those things that you try to ignore, as in, if I only focus on myself, if I focus on me first, I have to actually admit to myself that I'm not where I want to be, that my life isn't exactly going in a direction that I want, that I'm waiting for somebody to give me something externally that I feel like is missing and confronting yourself with the fact that nobody Nobody's coming. Nobody's going to save you. There is not this one person or this one situation that will make everything better, will force you to accept what is, to grieve everything that could have happened and to then start building yourself up with the situation at hand. The second point is that once you start doing this, once you start focusing more on you, you minimize this empath ability. How is that possible, you say? Well, one of the main aspects of being an empath is that you hollow yourself out. Then you allow so much space within you that you can pick up all of those emotions. But if you focus on yourself, you fill up this space with who you want to be. You grow as a person in a way how you see the world and how you experience it. And if you do that, two things happen. Number one, you're not aware of what's going on around you, at least not that much. I never thought this was going to happen, but it did. I cannot pick up emotions the way I used to. And for the longest time, I thought this is my superpower. This is who I am. This is what makes me lovable and valuable that I can understand people so deeply. But I understood that I was doing this at the expense of my own well-being. So I have to choose me because I I will fill myself up so much that I won't need that deep of a connection with another person. Because that's actually the other aspect. If you stop focusing so much on other people, you'll feel like, well, how are they going to like me then? Up until now, the way I have gained people's respect, people's love, people wanting to be around me is because I understood what I wanted and I could give that to them. And if I don't, how can I be enough? just the way I am, just putting myself first. How can that be interesting enough for a person to stick around? But you'll see, you are interesting enough because all the people you like in your life, the people that inspire you, you don't like them for what they do for you. You like them for the energy that they represent, for who they are, for how they make you feel simply by being. And you have the right to live your life the same way. It's scary, I know, but if you lean into this, you can use the empath ability that you have to such an extent that is healthy for you, that you do it in a way that creates healthy boundaries, where you know that you understand others, but it's not at the price of you understanding yourself and you neglecting yourself. And at the same time, you learn that you can be okay without having to do anything for other people, that you deserve people to like you because you like yourself. If you've been in situations where you ask yourself, am I being delusional? Am I going crazy here? Then take into consideration externally observable facts. Just because you can create a world 
without them doesn't mean that others can. And that information by itself already makes the biggest difference. I really hope that inspired you to make that shift. Remember, if you want to take the next step in creating your INFJ Epic Life, then work with me privately or join the INFJ Epic Life Bootcamp. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video on INFJs who don't care. Like always, guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I talk to you next time.